0: Good morning from The Financial Times. Today is Thursday, July 22nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. The U.S. and Germany have reached a truce in their dispute over the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, and U.S. housing costs are rising. We'll look at what this means for the inflation debate. Plus, the U.K. wants to overhaul
1: key parts of the Brexit trade deal. The EU says it's a no-go. There's a kind of sword of Damocles, hanging over this. If the UK does unilaterally suspend the Northern Ireland Protocol, that will lead to retaliation and a real deterioration in the UK-EU relationship, which is bad enough already.
0: I'm Mark Filipino and here's the news you need to start your day. The U.S. and Germany have reached a truce over the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Nord Stream 2 will provide Germany with gas from Russia. Previous U.S. administrations opposed the pipeline across the Baltic Sea. They saw it as a potential threat to U.S. allies in Europe. But construction was almost done when Biden came in, so his administration took a different approach. Here's the FT's Amy Williams.
1: So the Biden administration, instead of going in hard with sanctions against Germany It's decided instead to try and come to some kind of diplomatic agreement with Berlin, whereby Berlin promises to deal with Russia. Essentially, if Russia does anything to threaten European energy security, Berlin says it will put sanctions on Russia.
0: Under this agreement with the U.S., Germany will provide funds to Ukraine to transition away from oil and gas, among other support for Ukraine. Kiev is still not happy with the agreement, though, and says it doesn't provide enough protection. The U.S. and Ukraine could hammer this out next month when President Vladimir Zelensky visits Washington. Just when you thought Brexit was over, the drama continues. And this time it involves the single biggest outstanding issue from Brexit, Northern Ireland. Seven months after the UK and the EU negotiated a Brexit deal, the UK now wants to overhaul a trade system that deals with Northern Ireland. First, here's the FT's George Parker on why
1: Northern Ireland continues to be such a big issue. Northern Ireland finds itself in a unique position in the sense that it's part of the United Kingdom, but also after the Brexit deal, It remains part of the European Union single market for goods. And that means that that, this special arrangement for Northern Ireland was set up basically to avoid there being a hard border on the island of Ireland. So checks need to be done on goods travelling from the mainland of the United Kingdom, from Great Britain to Northern Ireland, to stop things leaking across the border into the EU single market. And those checks are carried out on the Irish Sea border. That's caused a lot of tensions because. The pro-UK unionist community in Northern Ireland doesn't like the idea of a barrier being erected between constituent parts of the United Kingdom. So it's a bit of a mess to cut a long story short. And the UK sees this as untenable. So the UK's
0: minister for Brexit proposed replacing key parts of the Northern Ireland protocol with another one that's largely based on the honesty of traders. Brussels said no,
1: no renegotiation. But there is a deadline looming at the end of September. Well, in terms of the timetable on this now, um, David Frost, the Brexit minister, has said he doesn't want to set deadlines. But in fact, there is a deadline looming, which is uh, the end of September. That's when a series of so-called grace periods end, when the full weight of checks are supposed to be uh, applied on the cross-Irish Sea traffic, on things like chilled meats, parcels and things like that. And David Frost is saying that we want to have constructive negotiations. We want to freeze the current situation. We want to extend these waiver periods, grace periods, indefinitely. And if the EU doesn't negotiate constructively and put all this, the current arrangements on on hold, then he's holding back the option of overriding the whole treaty unilaterally. So there's a kind of sword of Damocles hanging over this. If the UK does unilaterally suspend or collapse the Northern Ireland Protocol, that will lead to retaliation from the EU, sanctions, tariffs, who knows what, and a real deterioration in the UK-EU relationship, which is bad enough already. George Parker is the FT's political editor.
0: U.S. housing prices are rising. It's a problem not just for home seekers, but also for U.S. officials, including Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Here she is on CNBC recently.
2: I do worry about
0: affordability and the pressures that Higher housing prices will create for families that are first-time home buyers or have less income. Higher prices are also a big issue for the Federal Reserve as it tries to keep inflation in check. The FT's Washington bureau chief James Politi joins me now to talk more about this. Hey, James. Hi. So, James, how are rising housing costs affecting officials thinking about inflation?
2: When the Fed. And other economists look at inflation and the way the government measures inflation is not through house prices or asset values, but through rent costs and the implied cost of uh, rent for homeowners if they were to rent their house. And this uh, constitutes actually a very big chunk of the consumer price index, about a third And according to that measure, the sort of shelter component of the consumer price index, that's been going up. It's not quite as high as it was before the pandemic, but it's certainly catching everybody's attention because if it uh, were to continue and if rents keep going up, uh, then that would sort of add to inflation fears and could add to the sort of surge in inflation that we're seeing because it's such a big component of what everyone spends on a daily basis
0: so James uh, what are economists saying about housing prices will they be temporary along with the rest of the price increases that the Fed keeps calling transitory
2: well I think one reason why housing costs are so kind of interesting from an inflation point of view is that these are the ones that are more likely to be sticky or sustained because once you've signed a rental contract that's going to be your sort of fixed cost for quite some time. So it's less likely to be transitory inflation, and if rental costs go up, they're more likely to stick around. It also means that prices aren't spiking, like prices for sort of used cars or airfares or hotels, some of the sort of real jumps in prices that we've seen the last few months have seen kind of double-digit growth, Um, that's not the case with housing costs. Whereas the other costs that have been spiking could kind of rapidly move down later in the year, rental costs could remain entrenched.
0: Will the Fed have to react? Could the Fed react in, uh, in the way that it dictates monetary policy?
2: So the Fed, you know, will be watching uh, housing costs very closely as a component of inflation and as a guide to where inflation is going. The Fed's already discussing a a moment to, uh, and the conditions for starting to slow its support for the economy to taper. Um, Housing costs will be one factor that will be looked at within the overall picture of inflation. And certainly the Fed has indicated that it's willing to intervene and and willing to act if it sees inflation get out of control or spiral out of control. But it doesn't really feel like uh, we're even close to that point yet.
0: So, uh, James, I have to assume that there are probably some political implications that come along with rising housing prices and inflation. What are we looking at?
2: Well, um, President Biden is already starting to face some pressure, including quite a lot of Republican criticism for the current spike in inflation that we're seeing, you know, with plenty of lawmakers saying essentially that, you know, the cost of living for ordinary Americans is getting out of hand. So I think that the, you know, rising housing costs, if they sort of really start to pick up could uh, pose sort of additional political problems for the White House, especially because Democrats are really wedded to housing affordability. And so when we look at the sort of political picture and the pressure that Biden is starting to feel on inflation, then this is really something that could be a sort of weak spot. James Politi is the
0: FT's Washington Bureau Chief. Thanks, James.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Before we go, I want to remind you of our Clubhouse chat today. We'll be talking about the Tokyo Olympics, and I'll be joined by our sports editor, Marad Ahmed, and our U.S. sports business correspondent, Sarah Germano. They're both in Tokyo, covering the games. We'll start our chat at 8 a.m. U.S. East Coast time, 1 p.m. U.K. time, 9 p.m. Tokyo time. I'll send out a link from the FT News Briefing Twitter account so you can join. And you don't even need an invitation anymore. Clubhouse changed it. So I hope you swing by you can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation...